0: to the podcast we are back it's 2023 yippee oh, you didn't even let me do my whole intro oh okay you know what let's pretend okay i didn't interrupt and you just start ready go again from the top go ahead hey everybody it's welcome to oh, sorry what i <laughs> ah, forget it it's over hey it's 2023 <laughs> welcome to the podcast Yippee. Are we excited? I don't know. I Well, I said yippee last time and I got yelled at. So
1: I not... didn't even know that there was still a podcast. Oh we're,
0: Well, I guess we're going to introduce our guest. We took a break because <sighs> life has been wild. And you know what? It, you know what? It's fine. It's, okay? fine. it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. But if you haven't figured it out yet, uh, Tegan Bombay is on the podcast. Yeah. First one for 2023. This is exciting. A special guest.
1: Being held against my will.
2: No, don't say that where people can hear. (laughs) That
0: could get us in trouble, especially in 2023. No, let's let's say exactly what happened. Yeah. We said, oh, it would be cool to have Tegan on the podcast. Matt went upstairs. She was about to play Candy Crush. Candy Crush. And then felt forced to come downstairs, so I apologize and, for that.
2: And I don't even know if she felt forced because I said, "Hey, do you want to come and do the podcast?" And she jumped out of bed. Uh uh quicker excuse, than No, 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 no. You said,
1: over, uh, "Hey, we thought it'd be a good idea if you came on the podcast." And then you flipped off the blanket and said, yeah. "Let's go, yeah. come on."
2: And you came. So I mean, really, uh, do you? Was it really me forcing you? Awkward silence yeah, in the podcast. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I
1: don't even know where to go from
2: here. No, that's good. So we're excited. Um, the reason... Well, first of all, Josh, uh, you've been busy. Hey. So how's your um, late 2022, early 2023 treating you?
0: Oh, good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah it's been fantastic. Uh, lots of good stuff at work. Lots of good stuff at home. Um, I... I, uh, I had a... I have a song... Oh, you, a song yeah. for the year or just a song that you know, I, I listened to it this morning and it was a good perspective shifter. Like, you, you know, when we talk, um, about, um, you know, being thankful for things, gr- grateful, mm-hmm. uh, the Lord, <laughs> okay. uh, used this song, uh, it's called darn good life. It's actually not darn, it's the other word So uh, I don't know how how many people Would be insensitive about me saying it But anyway, Darn Good Life life. And the guy's like, look I'm still breathing (laughs) I got uh, a truck I don't have a truck But he goes, "Uh, it's not a Maybach But the seats go way back (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is like when he got <laughs> obsessed with Jaira.
0: Oh, yeah. Gyra. Oh, that
1: part about the lilies of the valley. Makes him cry,
0: cry every, t- every time. Every time. In the car. Still to this day. Yeah, really? it's a good one. Still to this day, because I'm like, man, Jesus is so good. Yeah. So anyway, I listened to that song. At one point, it says, I come home to a darn good wife.
1: Mmm. Yeah, oh. and
0: then oh. says mm, man <laughs> i got a darn good life and, and i you know for me that was really uh that's how i feel yeah. i just like ah, would you say
2: that this is your current anthem
0: i would say it was a good reminder okay. that uh you know the Lily wash uh, over. Yeah. <laughs> hey. and water yeah. Right. How much more does he love you? Come on. Like that uh that part, like yeah. to, uh, that was a nice reminder of Yeah, hey, he takes care of you and it's good and like you have a lot to be thankful for. So Yeah, he does. So it's come great. on. Yeah. It was good. Good. And
2: Tegan, uh how's twenty twenty three been for you so far?
1: Oh, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> it's yeah, been, it's been yeah. Good. You know, I get into my, uh, I will say mm-hmm. that usually blue Monday is a big, big, uh, oh, yeah. big day in my, uh, calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's right up there with Christmas and all those things. No, I'm kidding. But I didn't even know it was blue Monday this week. Oh, I missed yeah. it because I mm-hmm. wasn't in that low place. It's yeah. been pretty good.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. I, it's
1: usually a bad month for me. Mm. It drags on. It's, you know, yeah. but it's been okay this we, year. We've
2: typically like planned for something yeah. in February or March so that you have something to look forward to. So you're not focused on mm-hmm. the month of January. But I mean, it's been unseasonably warm.
1: And we have embraced week. the Danish practice of embracing the winter, yeah, which yes, has helped. Yes.
2: The holy huga. I can't wait to get into all this with her. <laughs> just wait.
1: The holy huga. You okay. know what they say, Josh, the Danish, they say uh, you can learn to enjoy the snow and the the winter and get out and embrace it, but if you don't, you're just as miserable with the same amount of snow. Yeah. Mm. So you might as well enjoy it. Holy huga. I like
2: that. You might holy huga. Get yeah. your huga on. Yeah Right Yeah Let's go
1: mm-hmm. Won't he do it
2: Won't he do it Won't he do it wow. So yeah
0: 2023
2: has been good We started with um, Some All church birch Yeah Which was uh, Just fantastic Great to see everybody Back together um, Group soup Group We did a group soup Yeah
0: that was really uh, Which good. was amazing
1: Terrifying on paper
2: Yeah
0: But in real I, life Epic I I w- I had a moment where I was like, oh, we're all going to bring stuff together and then make soup. And I was like, you know what? Don't knock it till you try it, Saying So yeah. then... Uh, I
1: wouldn't let you down. You know no, that no. I don't like different foods touching on my plate.
0: No, I, I I think for me, it was just, it was so new. And I realized how old I am where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's new. Mm. Uh, but then I said, get over yourself, idiot. And then... It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It
1: was. It was great. So
2: the concept is real. like, I mean, if you're listening and you're interested, the concept is that the host provides yeah. some sort of broth, chicken, beef, whatever, and then people bring whatever they want yeah. and you, and then you just kind of pick and choose from all those items and you put them into a soup. Yeah. So it's like a potlucky soup. Well, yeah.
1: You pick the stuff you want in your soup and then you pour the broth over it of mm. your choice. Yes. So no, I'm just. Was that saying,
0: unclear?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like uh, think Mongolian Grill circa 2006. Oh, wow, but
0: nobody wow. out west knows Mongol. Do they uh, have but, it out here? But they do know about the Mongolian. Uh, what's it called? The lamb. Oh, it's it's the one in Preston Crossing.
1: <gasps> is that what that is?
0: Yeah, that's what it is. No. No. Yeah, that's what it is. Little no, no, no. sheep or whatever it's the called. Pot sticker.
1: Pot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is pot, that true? Uh, I didn't know that. Interesting. I was oh. thinking that was more of a ramen situation, which I can't get into because of texture. Right. However, yeah. So you picked your stuff and then you poured the broth over top. Yeah, you kinda, it was great. Yeah,
2: made your own soup from all the stuff that was there. It was Shout out to
1: Matt Kemp for bringing the orzo. Is that what it's called, orzo? I
2: don't know. What
1: that, did you bring? The little, they're like rice-shaped yes. noodles. Yeah, the oh. orzo. The yes. orzo, that was such a great texture.
2: Okay. And I got then, I got a couple of shout outs on my dumplings.
1: Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah,
2: made a little bit of a. The dumplings were good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the roast chicken.
2: Oh, the chicken. Yeah. And then Excellent. shout out to anybody every time who <laughs> brings bacon.
1: Oh, 100%. Bacon,
2: it just in every context of life, seems to be just right. So oh, pretty yeah. happy yeah. about the bacon.
1: Salty, crunchy. Yeah. They can't go wrong. Uh-huh.
0: They so, can't go wrong.
1: Yeah.
2: So all church birch, great. Um,. Last week yeah. we had regular Birch, and, uh, you know, we're just moving forward. So 2023 is off to a, a good start. And you know what they say, uh, New Year, New You, right? That's the, kind of the new, like, that's the thing that people say, right? Who says that? Mm. Oh, all the time. All people people make New Year's kidding. resolutions, right? So, like, one of the, I didn't make a resolution this year. Yeah. But yeah. I did decide that I was going to make some changes um mm. and so tegan and i bought a uh, a spin a spin bike oh
1: mm. correction you bought the spin bike
2: okay um i bought the spin bike
1: we don't do separate finances i'm just saying it was his decision. Whoa. whoa no and
0: nothing wrong if you do <laughs> whoever's listening don't worry about it and so, that was quite judgy um <laughs> Yeah, seriously um, <laughs> We don't do separate finances
2: wow. So we, uh, we've we been doing kind of the spin, spin cycle stuff downstairs And it's been awesome And I've really enjoyed it Like I'm shocking um, how much I've enjoyed doing it And I've lost some
0: weight and What do you mean shocking? You, you've you always loved biking I do love a good bike, yeah
1: It's nice on the
2: joints
0: It really At this is. age, mm. oh
1: yeah. Oh, I was surprised. Yeah. I'm enjoying it.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and, and I'm actually looking forward yeah. to, like, getting on the bike in the evenings or mornings whenever I decide to do it. Um, and so, like, you know, we, we make these New Year's resolutions or we, yeah. we make these new changes in our life. Yeah. And the reason we've brought Tegan on um, this particular podcast day it's not that Tegan has made a New Year's resolution. I wouldn't call it that. Okay. But Tegan has started to delve into the deeper things of God. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> These two both say, oh, you're just catching up
0: to us. Well,
2: no no, 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 no. no, we didn't say
0: it that No, we didn't say it that way. We didn't say it that way.
1: You were getting at it.
0: No,
2: we were just inferring that it's really cool for for us to see oh, okay. people come to a greater understanding of God on their own and not necessarily having to
0: be force-fed oh, yes. from other people or other situations, right? Correction, what I did say was, <laughs> hey, that's so great, Tegan, because for a pastor right. who's got the luxury of going to an office every day and being like, Hey, I'm going to read these books about atonement theories and justification theories. I'm going to Bible college, and going to Bible and college, college. Mm-hmm. pastoral ministry and, every day. And when you get together with other pastors being like, what do you think about substitutionary? What about propitiation? What about mm-hmm. expiation? Like you say those stupid I things think there's appointments for those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you have the luxury of doing that because it's like, well, It's my job. Yeah. Whereas I think, like, when you're, you know, cleaning people's teeth on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be like, you know what? I want to open up a uh, Matthew Henry commentary right now, which. Hmm. Why would you choose that particular commentary? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just. I'm sorry, I should have never said that. Could we... Uh, maybe we need to... I, I'm going gonna, gonna to open up a... Uh, Spurgeon. Spurgeon. Oh, oh here yeah. we go. See, folks? Eat. You know
2: I read the Reformed, <laughs> folks.
0: Here we go. Oh, okay. All right. I'm Okay, so... Restless and yes. Reformed. You know who came out of that one? Mark Driscoll. Driscoll. Okay. Oh. Wow. Here we go. Okay, so here's what's happened in Tegan's life. He ain't
1: life. safe either.
2: No. And so Tegan has... And I have called her... Her evolution in the last, I would say, six to eight weeks, 12 weeks, maybe. Sure. I have now, Tegan has moved into, and she can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've jokingly called her, she is now a Pentecostal Orthodox. Mm -hmm. She's moving towards, well, I'm going to let you explain not like and i'm not making fun of you like i'm really not making fun no, of I you no know. i know i think you're quite pleased i'm 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 pleasantly surprised at the aha moments that you have had mm-hmm. the these encounters with god that have not been hyped up yeah that have not been
1: they didn't uh, require any emotionally manipulating background keys oh <laughs> That's the only way the spirit can move. Oh, here we go. Sarcasm. What do you do if you don't have electricity?
0: <laughs> you hum?
1: See? Uh, exactly. Well, acoustic- so you don't need keys in a fog machine.
0: Uh, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, um, every, every... I wish you could
1: see Josh's face <laughs>
0: every... right now.
1: Even he's even he thought I
0: was risky.
2: Oh, she listen. Oh,
1: I don't care. I'm not, I yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: so tell us a little bit. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your journey.
1: Truthfully, honestly, this whole thing started when my friend Charmaine said to me, in a moment of me kind of feeling low and you know, poor weak me, all nobody likes me, all wallowing in self pity. And she said to me, the only thing that matters is Jesus. Jesus Mm. is all you need. And she goes off on this tangent and I was genuinely annoyed with her because I didn't want that Bible school Sunday school answer. And then after I hung up the phone with her, I was like, I was convicted because I thought, or something came up within me that was like, how could you be disgusted by that answer? Mm. That Jesus is all you need and the gospel and the life of Jesus and all those things. And That started to unravel something within me, that there was something wrong with me and my theology and my view of church and Jesus and ministry and my Mm. salvation. Mm. So then I decided that this year was going to be the year that I was solely going to focus on Jesus when it came to my personal devotions and what I listened to, what I read. It wasn't going to be about all the self-help and the like... Mm enjoyable little catchphrases from celebrity pastors and all those fun things. It was solely going to be on the gospel and Jesus.
2: It's mm. weird. I would have probably pegged you for someone who would read another
0: leadership book. Uh, oh
1: no, <laughs> no, 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 Jesus, the ultimate leader. <sighs> oh
0: mm-hmm. yes. Oh, he was. I, I went there. There, were, there was a pastor one time named Tulian Chavijian.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Grandson of Billy Graham.
0: Wow, buddy! failures. Wow. Wow. She's all For in. Days. All in. He he wrote a book called "Jesus plus nothing equals everything." Uh, mm. Shortly thereafter, fell into a scandalous love affair with a woman who now who was not his wife, uh-huh. but and
1: still, I know, yeah.
0: But the the theory holds. It, uh, yeah, you know. So I I, I love that. I love this. Just yeah. Jesus. Just Jesus.
2: Yeah. Pretty cool. Just yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so what have you? What are some highlights of things that you have learned um, in in the last few weeks, just kind of going through the, you know, the 2023 new you, new all Jesus, what Mm -hmm. kind of things have you been experiencing? Yeah.
1: Can I just tell you about the process of how I've gotten to where I am? We're all yours. So, (laughs) well, I will say this when we did our church planting assessment back in the day, we were. Kind of like so annoyed with some of these guys because they would tell us, "Oh, I think you need to listen to like Tim Keller more and people like that to learn more about biblical theology and just not feel good, you know, sermons in yeah, yeah. scripture." I'm like, it was kind of annoying being like kids that grew up in Pentecostal Evangelical churches. So I have been on the Tim Keller train for quite a long time, and mm-hmm. I do enjoy his preaching and that's teaching. Great. great, yes. So then, that's always been a thing. But then this year, I watch the Hillsong documentary, which disgusted me and made mm. me angry. I'm not going to give my opinion about it, but it just kind of like put the last nail in the coffin for me about how I feel about the celebrity pastor culture mm. and that whole like style of doing church and ministry, which I know nobody's perfect, but yeah, whatever, which then led me to watching the American gospel documentary oh, yeah. on YouTube, yeah. which can be extreme in another way. But I remember I messaged you, Josh, yeah, and I said, yeah. I watched these two documentaries and although very extreme on some ends, yes, and I can see that, I had never seen the gospel presented in that way before. And it was the first time that I had actually seen it for what it was yeah. and not just something that was going to make me feel good or make me maybe believe that I wasn't going to go to hell yeah. and actually showed me who Jesus was and what it really actually meant for me. Yeah. And I was moved by that. Two, like
2: Two I mean, points. F- first yeah. point she said to me was, the way she put it to me one night was, I think it's the first time I feel like I've been saved. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That I understand salvation. Which is scary. It yeah. is
1: scary to think that I've been a person married to you in ministry for 17 years, and that's the first time I feel that. Yeah. Like, I'm not a pastor, so it's not as like, oh, man, that's kind of terrifying. But it is still terrifying that like, that's the first time that I felt that way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the second thing I forgot. So, Mm. Oh, sorry. I I didn't forget it. No, no, no. I didn't forget it. I just, it's not as much of a relevant point. I,
0: yeah, I I do remember feeling that way. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you the year even 2009. Oh yeah. Yeah. 2009. Mm We had moved to, um, Prince Edward Island. I was a ve- as you both remember, I was a very angry young pastor.
1: <laughs> I say passionate.
0: Uh, oh, no, he was angry. I, I don't say, ang- okay, uh, sure. okay, I don't remember uh,
1: a lot of I, stuff. I was just
0: really disenfranchised, <laughs> right? Like I I always um, prided myself on being a smart guy. But then I met a guy uh, in PEI. His name was Stephen Bray, a uh, pastor at the Baptist Church down the road. And very into like reform theology. Mm-hmm. And I remember he really challenged me because he would be like, well, why do you believe that? Like, what do you actually think of the gospel? And so then I started, I went down this. And at the time it was the uh, Young Restless and Reform movement going on. Oh, yeah. And I remember I I started reading. Those bejeweled
1: jeans. Yeah, yeah. I
0: started reading (laughs) everything. Like everything by D.A. Carson, everything by, um, you know, Piper Mm -hmm. and and all of those folks. And like I, I got sucked in to the whole thing like i I started going down the cj mahaney road and being like i'm a reformed pentecostal charismatic like i started going deep Mm uh you know to the point where pentecostal friends that were very pentecostal were like you're crazy like you're gonna you're gonna kill somebody um and what i found though was it it helped to balance me out yeah yeah because it was oh what, what about God's sovereignty, right? Like is God sovereign? Well, absolutely. He's sovereign. Do I, you know, believe that, um, you know, for me, it was the, the, we grew up thinking about reformed people or folks that believe reformed theology around like, Oh, they're the ones saved, always saved people. Yeah. But until you dig into what reform theology is and what they actually believe on that side of things, like it's not about like a, once you get in, you're good. It's about sustaining obedience Mm -hmm. to God. It's about understanding grace. And if grace, like grace should lead you to obedience. If it doesn't lead, if grace doesn't lead you to obedience, then you don't really understand grace. Right. Yeah. And that was the thing that got me was like for the first time, I understood the gospel. Yeah. Like the entire narrative of the gospel. And that's where I think for me, things started clicking. Like, uh, oh, shoot, like, how did I go my whole life without understanding this? Like, yeah. I, I think I got to the point in my early days in pastoring where mercy and grace weren't clear.
1: Yeah. They were just annoying. Well, it, it, like, <laughs> for I, me, <laughs> they were. Like, I, I, I like, actually, well, the
0: term, right? Like, just Yeah. Grace yeah they're and cliche. Mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, they're, yeah.
1: they're just, Fluffy to me until now.
0: Like I couldn't define it. I was like, ah, that's fair. But once you understand like the difference between the two things, because it's clear and like, do I think all of those people have it all together? No, No, obviously not. Because now in hindsight, like all of those people have gone through horrendous things. Like they were imperfect too. Yeah. But I think just because people are imperfect and they go through seasons like that, um, and it's a fad. Doesn't mean that some of the things that they're rooted, that they're identifying are not true, right? And I always think there's a rebalancing of things for the church, right? Like prior to the the young, restless, and reform, and we've talked about this before. There's only like a five year cycle. So before that was the emerging church, right? And it was like um, Rob Bell and oh, yeah. all these people there were asking a lot of questions, yeah, but went to the extreme, and then were like. Is anything real? I don't know, but but I never, never do actually know that,
1: said what they believed. Right. Just pushed people yeah. to that brink, and then we're like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> that Is it
0: just like
2: Rob?
1: Is it, oh I, well, yeah, I've studied I do him. I know
0: that love wins.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So, so
0: that stuff happens, and then yeah. the church goes into this whole. Oh my gosh, the people that we've idolized are flawed human beings. Everyone gets depressed for a while, and then new people kind of come up. And it's like, Young, Restless, and Reform, we're, we're, like, women shouldn't talk, ever. And you're like, you're why are you crazy? But you do have some good theology over here. Yeah. Uh, and then all the Mark Driscoll stuff happens, and all the Matt Chandler, y- Yachty, uh, named them all, J.D. Greer, all of those folks. <laughs> uh, and, and then all of a sudden, now it's like, Chad Veach, and Rich Wilkinson Jr., and... Carl Lance and all those folks and people were like, Oh, these people are amazing. And then I remember we were with an intern when we were both working at Elam and we were sitting in the lunchroom and these young folks were going off about Carl Lance. Oh, he's so amazing. And he's so good. And all of these, and Matt and I just looked at each other and we said, yeah, just give it some time. Mm. And they were like, you guys are so cynical. You're so cynical. You're old and cynical. And then we're all cynical and right. Yeah. And then, and then everything <laughs> happened with, with, yeah. hit, with Hillsong. And I think that's the thing, right? Like now all these folks are going to start kind of going away and then there's going to be new. So that's why I like what you're saying. Yeah. Because you, you seem very kind of like, oh, I'm going to go down this road and just make it about Jesus.
1: Yeah. I th- Well, and I don't know if you two can attest to this feeling as well, but like I remember growing or I don't know, maybe even during the whole church planting assessment thing, thinking that because we grew up in an evangelical uh, Pentecostal environment, you were like almost felt bad for those people who weren't experiencing the same type and thinking, oh, it's just so sad that they're stuck to like law and rules and they haven't experienced the fullness of what it is to be a Christian in this, in like in the Holy Spirit and like all of those things. And now I'm like, when I listen to something, I'm like, no, like if anything, they understand yeah. it more and they're more reverent. Like what you're saying yeah. about how it's not about following all these rules it's because they understand grace. They understand what it truly meant for Jesus to die and bleed for their sins. And they want to serve him to the best of their ability. And it's yeah. not based on rules and religion. It's based on complete like reverence and awe towards Jesus.
0: Like, well, she, I think, Oh, sorry I, to I was just like, Carrie grew up, Believing that Pentecostals were the only saved people on the planet. Like, <laughs>
1: right. it's crazy. I, I think I internally thought that too. And, yeah. and
0: I think <laughs> I would agree. Like, there's a certain level of, like, uh,
2: things where, where you believe that everybody else has got it wrong, right? And, and you know, we're the best thing going. And, or, like, you mentioned the reverence thing. And, and I think that's something I've always struggled with. Not struggled in a negative way, but, like, you know me, Tegan. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'm very, very cautious about the reverence when it comes to to God and how, um, I am on a pulpit and a platform preaching him, or even speaking about him, or anything like that. To, or even speaking about those who represent him to to a certain degree. Like I, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. struggle with some of that stuff. And I've noticed that you know you look at some of these guys that have maybe fallen from grace and fallen from yeah. from certain moments. And one of the, you know, I would say that some of the commonalities would be like narcissism and other things like that. But one of the things that I happen to notice is this lack of reverence for God. Like they, they they're talking about God and to God, like he's.
1: Well, their because BFF. they believe they're little gods.
0: Right. Oh. No, they do. Yeah, that's true. They,
1: they think because, you know, they'll take scripture and they'll twist it to think that, you know because of what he says that they have the same power now as Jesus did and that they're little gods that have that ability to take on the same power as God and that's what gets them in trouble every time because they don't understand and they don't have that separation right and i yeah. think
2: that's that, that's been the commonality that i've uh, in my life in my spirit as it were that's the thing that sticks out to me yes. is the the lack of reverence for for God like oh, yeah. this god who could, in a moment, remove you from the face of the planet if he chose to yeah, this God who did miracles signs and wonders, yes, but also had his way in the Old Testament and New Testament with yes. some stuff and and I think we forget that and and for me that's been a big point for me over my over my life is something I grew up learning that as as an evangelical pentecostal i can I can the spirit of God can move. Yeah, I am a God heals. Yeah, but I can't manipulate God to heal.
0: Mm, I can't.
2: No. I can't um, do this Pentecostal Holy Ghost spiritual dance to make things happen. And I luckily I learned that from my parents yeah. growing up that that there is a reverence that comes from this. Yeah. Um, and when you see that lack of reverence, when you see that lack of, you know, that, that kind of thing in people's lives and and they, they, they put themselves as mini gods or, or, you know, they may not see it that way, but the reality is there's a certain level of like, I've got this figured out. Mm. I'm the man or the woman. I am infallible. Mm. Um, check out my sneakers Check out this, <laughs> like all that kind of stuff. And and it becomes more about them yeah. truly than it does actually about Jesus.
1: Can I tell you a fun fact though, that fun I learned fact. watching some of my, uh, research is that there are people like there are young pastors. And this is the part that makes me angry and sad because I think it's such a, um, sad witness to young people coming up into ministry because they think they're supposed to be like the Stephen Furtick's of the world and to have that kind of energy like these are great public speakers.
2: Can we not name drop that heavily? Maybe more like Pat (laughs) Shatlin. Let's not
1: start. (laughs) Sure, you're a great public speaker. Okay, all those things but then all these younger people start to idolize them, which oh, yeah. we've all had our moments of doing that sure, with certain people. Yeah, yeah. But we're at the point now where some of these guys who have, you know, bigger churches and can afford to do this because it's such a pyramid scheme of influence are now, no, I'm not even joking <laughs> I love because they term. all, they all no. The, honestly, it's a good term. The Prosperity gospel and these pastors are like Amway. So.
0: <laughs> I, I just love that she's saying it because it's so easy to be like, oh, he's a pa- He's just yeah, yeah. jealous because no, he no, doesn't no. have the platform. Like, no. you don't care. Yeah. No, you don't she's even, got... you
1: don't want that platform. <laughs> no, I'm telling you right now because. I don't. So, but some of these young people who have the resources to do this because they want to be able to be a part of this whole scheme of stuff yeah. will send people like Stephen Furtick and these bigger pastors gifts. Like of they course. send them, you know, sneakers and all the stuff that they're mm-hmm. wearing, they get yeah. they get on and they're hoping they'll send them over and over, hoping they get an invite to his church to be a guest speaker, because then that solidifies you in the evangelical realm and it gets you on the map. Hmm. And it's a thing. It is a thing. It's yeah. disgusting, but it's a thing. And I didn't know that. I right. just thought, oh, you know, you get so good at speaking. People notice you and then it just kind of snowballs from there. But if there's people like clawing oh, for yeah. it to happen to them.
2: So if you are a sneaker sponsor, uh, <laughs> South Point Church is... We'll, sc- we'll sc- feature sketchers. you we on our
1: Instagram. You. We have 457 yeah. and, followers. And uh, 32 people who
2: listen to the podcast. <laughs> you are going places if you send us a pair of sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sketchers. Uh, Ske- <laughs> well, Skechers are so, can you send that a uh, comfort Skechers. soul? <laughs>
0: hey, uh, so I just need that cloud comfort. You know, yeah. I mean? it's
2: like walking in heaven.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Ah. Well, I, I, I appreciate, I think I appreciate what you're saying because I, I think sometimes we, um, we look at just stable, faithful people, And they feel lesser than because it's like, well, I'm not doing all this or I don't have 140 characters to say this. And I I keep saying to like to the kids and to, you know, to to folks that I they interact with, like faith is actually one of the most stabilizing things for people, because it's very much like if you're if you are secure in your relationship with God you don't really have to prove anything to anybody. No. And if you understand, I think the the foundation of what Jesus has done for you, it just is really like, Oh, he loves me. I love him. And because I love him, I'm going to love other people. And I am so thankful for what he's done for me that yeah. because of that, he's got me, he's yeah. got my heart. He's got, you know, who, who I am um, you know, like I I have to think twice about certain things because like, I love God. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to do anything that would, um, mess up that relationship. Right. And I think like, that's that those are the pieces or like, if I'm interacting with other people, like I don't want to disrespect them because they're made in his image. Yeah. And uh, it's just stuff like that, where I think like, once you have the understanding of that and it's, it's very stabilizing, <laughs> Yeah, like, cool. That's great.
1: And I always think like what you said about just about like not having to prove anything for people that are young leaders, like nothing is new underneath the sun. Yeah. None of these people that speak and preach and are a big deal are actually a big deal. No. Once you've lived a little while, you listen to them and you're like, hmm. They just preach the gospel, but they don't actually know it. Like they're, they're just regurgitating scripture and they're not giving it credit or they've heard that from somebody else. Or we've heard that a thousand times said a different way. They're not that revolutionary. They're not that much smarter. They're not that much greater. Preach Jesus, preach the gospel. And that will do more than any of these one hit wonders and one liners.
0: Yeah,
2: it's good. You know, yeah. well, that's a good, uh, that's a good kickoff for us for 2023. <laughs> get um, it in. Yeah.
1: Shut her down for um, this time. Hey,
0: we'll, we'll have to bring, uh, Tegan back for round two. Oh, I'm ne- all
1: fired up. Um, Next
0: time. Tell us what you think about the weeping prophet, Paul Washer.
1: Oh, Paul Washer. Okay.
0: Yeah. There we go. See, um, God, God. well, I was going to say, let's, start I let's, let's, Paul get Washer. In, let's get it. I know, but Bentley. he looks so sad all the time.
1: Oh, I know. Cause he's so passionate and he, yeah.
2: Quick, quick thought on Todd Bentley? Just kidding. Not a quick Was thought. he ever no, actually okay, a prophet? Stop. No, he no. wasn't. Okay,
0: next time. Hey. Do you well, know
1: the three tests? There's oh, three tests.
0: Oh, here we go. Listen, listen, uh, all I know For is- For a
1: true prophet.
0: All, all I know is that in the Old Testament, if you prophesied something- You're dead. And it didn't actually happen, <laughs> you died. Okay, so, Tegan, uh, you can finish us
2: off here mm-hmm. the with uh, the three tests- Yes. To find out if you're a prophet or if a, a, pro- tr- a real, a true prophet, a, a true prophet. Real, true prophet. Okay.
1: The Bible gives us three negative tests. Okay. You're looking for the negatives, not the positives. Cause you can be spinning it. If you're looking for yeah. the positive, okay. the okay. negative t- tests are the orthodoxy test. Do their prophecies line up with the scripture?
2: Good. Solid. Hey, yeah. That's okay. a good one. First yeah. of all,
1: you have to know the scripture.
0: That's true. That's and what are one. our
1: rules? For learning about the scripture, oh, and knowing what it means. What are, what are our rules? rules? Context, context, oh, context. Only one
0: rule. I remember teaching this in, a, in the class <laughs> yes, one time. Okay. Yeah.
1: This is what my new teachers have taught me.
2: Context. Not Bill Johnson. Oh boy. She's really dropping names tonight. The okay. Lutherans
1: have taught me all oh, I need. Hey, to you know, know what?
0: Luther was a great guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Second, the lifestyle test. Example: Are they greedy and lustful?
0: Hey, hey. Are they bearing the fruit? The fruits? The fruits.
1: Three. The fulfillment test. Did they get it right? If they didn't, if you can't check one of these off, they're not a real prophet.
2: Do you have to check all three? Yes. Okay.
1: You cannot, it has (laughs) to be uh, all three. Yeah. The only difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is you don't die, but you still get punished
2: (laughs) Okay, now is yeah. there an app for this? Do I do I just write it in my notes? Is there no, a PDF I can download for the test? I'm reading a
1: book about it right now. In I can send book. you the link, but what's the book yeah. called? Um, let me get the full uh, title for you. I'm Josh. so
0: curious. Wow, well, it's
1: really good, actually. It, uh, it's pretty interesting. It talks about the New Ageism in the church. A lot oh, of things are looking like we uh, going here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll talk about it later. Counterfeit kingdom, the dangers of new revelation, new prophets, and new age practices oh. in the church.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Mm.
1: It's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, and, you know, there was a whole uh, pushback about this prophetic test because people say, oh, no, you can get it wrong and still be considered a prophet. What? The N-A-R, the new up. Op- uh, the new apostolic <laughs> so <like> Revol- reformation. <laughs> reformation. Yeah. Yeah. They pushed back, but they have to go through them. It's a whole yeah. conspiracy. They,
0: they push back on <clears throat> everything that's biblical anyway. So that's what I was going to say. I that. know.
1: It's crazy. Matt, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you up next time.
0: Yeah.
2: It's deep. Oh, it's deep. It's deep. Oh, Amen. you guys are both assuming I'm not on your level. No, no, no we no. don't. Oh, yeah. I'm just okay. saying it's deep, you know? All right. Sure. deep, guess.
0: deep in there. Hey, listen, John I'm, Arnott. I'm all about the NRA.
1: Oh yeah. Arc. Right. They're all, they're all a part of it.
0: Well, he's, he was from the Toronto blessing.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. The Toronto, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The Toronto he blessing.
0: John Arnott. not.
1: It started there and that's where it started infiltrating. It's like, then it gets to Bethel. Then it's down with Todd Bentley, uh, Che Young. What's his name with Che? Che? uh, uh yeah, 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 yeah. You know who I mean? That guy. The oh. whole thing. It's a whole thing.
2: All right. Well, we're going to stay on task here and oh, we're uh, on task. We're, we're,
1: <laughs> we're on task to seek the truth and we're going to meet back next week here.
2: Okay. Um, so thanks for, I really, love um, this so much. We have turned into a conspiracy podcast a little bit, <sighs> but hey,
1: it's not a conspiracy. Google it and big, you'll find wow, all the real information big big
0: takeaways. Celebrity pastors are nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, just love God and love people. And make sure that you understand what the Bible says. Context,
1: context, context, context. But
0: you want to know who my favorite celebrity pastor is? Who is it?
2: Bye! Bye!